Hi, and welcome to Two Sober Chicks. I'm Lisa. And I'm Julie. Thanks for listening. Hey, listen, if you would like to suggest to us a little topic or you want to comment about the show, then please drop us an email. The number two sober chicks at gmail.com is our email. And as Julie likes to say, we are across various social media platforms. So fancy. <laughs> just look us up, two sober chicks. Yeah, you can find us just about anywhere, except for what was that? Flicker. I'm not on Flickr. What the hell is Flickr? Um, We're also with... not on Tinder, so don't go looking for us. <laughs> or Grinder, or <laughs> Bumble, or whatever else is out there now. I don't know. Not on any of those. No. You will not find us there. You will not. Excellent. And thankfully, no dick pics yet. Remember that time? Yeah. We, we, you mentioned you were sing, single, and I was like, oh, great. We're going to get fucking dick pics now. Oh, God. Have and you seen Amy Schumer's most recent stand-up? Like, what her solution to that is? No. So either send them one of your favorite dick pics. Oh, yeah. Or a plug. A bloody Ooh. plug. That'll get rid of them pretty quick. That's right. That would. I did see that one, actually. She's hilarious. I she love her. She is hilarious. And I love that we just said dick pics and plug. Bloody in the, plug. In the first 30 seconds of this podcast, after you just told me off air about how one of your ministerial advisors listens to our podcast. I know. Please, my mentor, Patrick, I hope he's not listening to this one. <laughs> if you are, I hope you're busting a nut if right If you now. are... You cannot imagine how much I appreciate you and am simultaneously horrified that you listen to our podcast. <laughs> and I'm so glad that you didn't change yourself. Yeah, because what I went to him and what I said was, um, when I apply for an internship at a church yeah. or I want to belong to a church or I get ordained, the only thing I'm worried about in my life that may prevent me from maybe securing a position will be this podcast. I said it's rated E for a reason. Like mm -hmm. we are explicit. <laughs> Lisa just had a really sloppy drink of water. I have a drink, a <laughs> drinking problem. <laughs> I just wanted to have a pr private wet t-shirt contest over here. Ah, I will be the one enjoyer of that. <laughs> Although my t-shirt's white and yours is black. Mine's black. So, yes. um, anyways, I was said I'm worried that whoever this board is or these people are will hear this podcast and be like oh no 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 no, no, no. no. I said I flirt with my co-hosts sometimes we are sexually inappropriate mm -hmm. I said we're racy um we're vulgar and he we said cuss. he said first of all anybody that knows you that wouldn't want to partner with you in any ministry you sh shouldn't even worry about them yeah like you don't want to be with you them. don't want to be a part of that that's right Ain't He's, nobody got time for them, truly. That's right. Mm -hmm. And he said, I've listened to your podcast and someone would really have to cherry pick and take something out of context and twist it to make it look anything other than basically a mission field. Like you guys are helping people and you're real and you're honest and you're vulnerable and you're doing that to spread hope and joy and laughter. And so that is... You want, somebody should want to align with you for that reason. Right. Yes. And don't ever be a part of something where someone looks at that and says, that part of you is not welcome. Yeah. So I really appreciated his feedback on that. Like I absolutely loved it. And it's true. And that's like basic mama advice 101 to yeah. a child. He also said it's context, you right? You're not going to get up in a podium and fling the F word around <laughs> to a con congregation. He said, know your context. Mm-hmm. 
And we all know our context. We will behave differently in the presence of our grandparents than we do with our friends. True. So he said, you're right in context. Don't worry. Keep doing what you're doing. Although I would come to that church. Swearing in front of the podium? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I get a fucking amen? <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> yes. I would totally line up for that church. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. The swearing pastor. <laughs> yes. I love it. You could have your own podcast. The swearing pastor? Yeah. Why not? Maybe. Yeah. There's a really cool minister I saw on Facebook, and she does a bunch of talks, and she's a sober person as well. Mm-hmm. And she swears. can't remember what her name is. But I like her. Yeah. And she's kind of sexy. I think you'd like her, too. Oh. Remember, remember that? that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We both said it at the same time. That's hilarious. We I think we were both a little breathless and sweaty after the that. The funniest part is that we're standing there talking to my male sponsor outside the church. We've just been at a meeting, and this minister, this hot minister walks by with, like, a short skirt on, her little black whatever shirt you call that with the white collar on it. Yeah, short black skirt, like skin-tight black shirt, shirt with the collar, collar. and like red lipstick. We're, we're, are we, what's that vampire series? True Blood? Yeah, I'm like, are we in True Blood? What in the hell? <laughs> I thought it was that, Halloween. Or maybe some weird party? like S&M. Or where are we? I mean, yeah. it was. And Luke didn't notice. That's The what man that was me. there didn't notice. And we're both like. Oh, what is that? She was jaw-dropping pretty. Yeah. Yes. She would make you do unholy things. (laughs) (laughs) Can I get an amen? Hell yeah. (laughs) All right. What were we going to talk about this time? Okay. Erica, our friend Erica. Listener um, So we did several podcasts from the Alcoholics Anonymous Ontario Regional Conference. And one of them, we had our first male guest. Mm -hmm. And I think we called it the threesome podcast or something right. and then the podcast after that was with four women and we it was called when a threesome just isn't enough right when a threesome just won't do that's right and i would like you to know that statistically that's one of our <laughs> most downloaded podcasts you dirty you dirty birds. dirty birds <laughs> like seriously it out of all of them it, it did it supersede the uh, god-sized hole podcast oh i think so. that, that was, one was that one's further oh no, okay. Oh, no, no. Those ones have been around for a while, so those are getting, they get listened to by new people because they've okay. been around longer, but out of the recent ones, that one has the most listens. Okay. Which I thought was kind of hilarious. That is kind of hilarious. Well, um, she asked if it was intentional or was it a result of circumstances, and mm. it was kind of a result of circumstances. Absolutely. We were at the ORC. We wanted to have a guest. I thought of Lucas, who I adore. I love this guy. He came up, and we had our podcast um, in the podcast, we mentioned about the difference between sharing in a uh, mixed group versus mm-hmm. an all-female or an all-male group. Right. And would you share differently? And I think we sort of briefly touched on it and Did why. Did she ask about that again? Yeah. She wanted to know, um, do you share differently in a mixed meeting uh, versus a women's only meeting? And she specifically mentioned how you had talked about um, speaking about abuse. Yeah. In a room. Yeah, absolutely. And this first came up for me as a discussion with my sponsor, who is male and has just recently started going to all male meetings. Not all the time, but Mm -hmm. he had always gone to mixed meetings. And lately he's been going to some all male meetings. And he realized, wow, I have censored myself. Oh, wow. I have have shared differently. And it can come down to something like uh, peacocking. 
you know, sharing for there's ladies in the room. So I'm going to, or not being vulnerable. Mm. And he, and he admitted that he had not been as vulnerable in in, in a meeting with mixed company as he has been in a closed meeting with just men. And I totally understand that. I mean, however much work we do on the 12 steps and on our character defects, they're still going to be there. And ego is one that comes up all the time. So, of course, we always want to make ourselves look better, right? It's like in a job application. You don't put the shittiest things (laughs) down. You put the best things down. So you're probably going to word things differently in a meeting. And for me, one of the times I've really noticed that is if I, uh, especially at an open speaker meeting, because that's part of my story, is um, abuse, sexual assault and abuse. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first time I, I got vulnerable enough to share about it, I was also in a very shaky, nervous place because it was the first time I shared about it. And uh, it came out with too much detail about, not not detail, detail, but about circumstance and a little bit about, you know, the age and when it happened, where it happened, that kind of thing, how Mm -hmm. long it went on. And I heard gasps. No way. Yep from the room and uh and I saw some men getting really uncomfortable uh and so I just thought okay you're gonna learn how to do that differently Mm -hmm. um just out of respect for people and because the only reason I share about it it's and I say this when I talk about it is not to get a pity vote or not to have you feel sorry for me it's if there's anyone in the room who is like me who thinks I can't get sober. I can't stay away from drugs because if you had what happened to me happen to you, yeah, you would understand why I drink and do drugs. And so for me, it's my way of sort of helping somebody identify and say, oh, shit, that happened to me. And that happened to her and she's sober and she doesn't do drugs anymore. So that's the only reason why I share it. Yeah, that's why um, I suffer from some weird inner ear stuff where I have these episodes and sometimes when I do slogans or I get up to do reading, I will mention specifically not feeling very well today and I don't do that same reason, not for pity, but for someone who's sitting in the back row who may be like, I wish I could get up and speak but I'm in immense pain or... Um, I think it's about normalizing. Like I know that there are stories attached to each one of us mm-hmm. and I know I present well and I know some people think that I don't have problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's important to know that no matter what you look like, no matter who you are, we can all speak from our places of truth, which maybe in the moment I'm in a lot of pain or I'm struggling. And I think I know when I'm in the crowd and someone talks about speaking, even though they're just like want to be laid out on a bed, it makes me go... Mm-hmm. Okay. Like we all struggle. Yeah. And I remember that person's we had a speaker brave. Not too long ago whose um, wife had just died within the last three months. Yeah. And then he got up and he spoke. And that guy was my hero instantly. It's like you are the program in action. Yeah. You are getting up there and this must be really difficult. Um, but you're doing it. And yeah. you're showing us that you're sober. And at the end of the day, for me, that's the most important gratitude. That's it. Like, if I can get through difficult things without having a drink or yeah. taking drugs, then I win. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to you today. I'm a winner. Yeah. That's really the biggest qualifier for success. Yeah. In my, in my opinion, for me today. There was a woman at the group last night. Oh, there was also a dude that totally irked me. We'll talk about that. But <laughs> she said, you know, she was in 
an immense amount of pain and she thought, fuck it, I'm just going to go, I'm going to get a bottle of wine and I'm just going to drink it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, several family members had died and she was just diagnosed with cancer and it was just like beyond, like you would look at this woman and be like, I get why you drank. So she said, I got home, I sat on the kitchen floor, I drank that bottle of wine and you know what it did for me? Absolutely nothing. So now I have all of that and I've just thrown away five years for something that I didn't even get. I didn't get a reprieve because I felt guilty. Mm. I didn't get anything. This was shared at last night's meeting? No, this was shared at our home group a couple weeks ago. A speaker, actually, now I remember who said it. Amazing. A a member of our group that's had quite an awful roller coaster for several years. Yeah. Um, And so that really resonated with me because it's one thing to be like, I'm in such a shitty circumstance, I'm going to drink this bottle of wine. And then to get drunk and be like oh, that's better. Because then that would be worth it, right? Just like a moment (laughs) of reprieve. But then to drink it and go, fuck, I just threw away seven years of sobriety. And now I got to start again. And I didn't feel one ounce of relief. It did not blind me to my problems. Now it's just made them Mm -hmm. worse. And the dangerous thing for us is that not only will it not blind you or it might not blind you of your current pain, it might take you right the fuck back out there. Yeah. And you might, she luckily, she came back. There are lots of people. Uh, we just, um, my sponsor and, and I, I, he was a good friend of my sponsors and somebody that I knew from a meeting that I used to attend and he's gone now. He, you know, he had several years, I think seven years of sobriety and he yeah. went back out and then boom, heroin. And now he's dead. Yeah. So. And you also don't know how much harder it's going to be. Like you may come back to the steps and be like, well, just step on the first step or the second step and I'll be fine. And the step Mm -hmm. is like 200 feet in the air and you can't even reach it. Yeah. Like it may be hard now, but you may be, you know, that let's make a deal. You may be Mm -hmm. given up what you think is a good thing for something that's even better. And it turns out to be 10 times harder. Yeah. So you gotta be careful with it. Don't do it. Your sobriety is very important. Yeah. If anybody right now is listening and you are, you know, a hair breadth away from using or drinking or mm. acting out in your addiction, you don't have to do it. You do not have to do it. I promise you. And if you ever need us for support, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email, two sober chicks, like we would love to be the hand that you hold. Yeah. Remember that girl who uh, did that Google search about drinking? Yeah. What was it? What was it? She typed in something. And I forget exactly what the phrase was or, or can you drink after so many years of sobriety? Yeah. I forget what it was. Basically, can you have a drink and still be in recovery or not? Random search. Yeah. And two sober chicks came up and she listened to our podcast and she didn't pick up that drink and she didn't go out and drink. And then she messaged us and we actually ended up meeting her because she lives in the same province. And it was such an interesting and cool experience. And then she told me later, she typed in the exact same phrase and we didn't come up. I'm going to text her right now. Have you heard from her <laughs> No, recently? no, I haven't. So yes, tell her we're thinking about her and we say hi. Yeah. Um, and we're thinking about you too. And we love it when we get emails from random strangers. It is so cool. We've had people from uh, Cork, Ireland contact us, from New Zealand, Australia, the United Kingdom, uh, from Africa, the of course the United yep. States, we get yep. tons of email from the United States, and uh, actually we get more email from the United States than we do from Canada, which I find interesting. Since oh my God, I love Americans so much. Julie and I are Canadian, although sometimes she forgets. <laughs> You're Canadian. Oh yeah, love Canadians. A boot. <laughs> there you go. 
There it is. Apparently, I have more of a Canadian accent. I'm I more of a that. Canuck than you are. Um, anyway, we love you guys. So please email us. Let us know what you think about the show. And please send us your topic suggestions. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. All right. That brings another successful podcast to a close. My name is Julie. I'm Lisa. And we are Two Sober Chicks. Thanks for listening.